So again, today I'll share about a few different types of prayer, along with, with some practicals uh, on each one that you can apply. Uh, before I talk about these different types of prayer, I want to share a couple thoughts in general about prayer um, that have helped me better utilize and understand these approaches to prayer. So the first thing is that prayer is a portal to God. And I stole that line from one of our videos that we've watched recently in small groups. Um, but I just, I really like that phrasing. Um, and that when we pray, we are tapping into another realm. We're tapping into heaven. We're tapping, uh, we, we're taught that this right off the bat in the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as, on earth as it is in heaven. Um, prayer opens us up to the realities of heaven. We pray, uh, when we pray, we are joining in with something much larger and bigger than we are, the kingdom of heaven. And when we're joining in, uh, and we're also joining in as partners with Jesus in bringing in the kingdom, our prayers truly make a difference. We know that the kingdom is advanced by studying the Bible with people, spreading the good news of Jesus, leading small groups, doing outreach efforts, befriending neighbors, things like that. We know that the kingdom is advanced through those things, but so, is through, so it is through prayer as well. Um, all of these efforts are like looking for sparks of the kingdom around us, going out and meeting people and sharing the good news with people, studying the Bible. Those are like sparks of the kingdom. And then prayer is like pouring gasoline on those sparks and allowing it to ignite and to grow. Prayer is essential to um, advancing the kingdom. Um, it's how we fight um, to advance the kingdom. I think a helpful prayer to pray regularly is, God, what are you doing around me? God, what is on your heart and your mind? Um, prayer gives us, these types of prayers give us the opportunity to peek around the corner into heaven and pray in line with what he is already praying and doing. So the other aspect before I jump into these three different types of prayer is that prayer is like a relationship. I see prayer as a relationship and relationships are about connection. It's about knowing each other and that requires good communication. And good communication requires time and effort to build. Relationships also change over time, requiring communication styles to change. These, this is the same. This is also true with prayer. Praying is a conversation with God. It takes time to build, and what seems to work well may change over the years. Um, and I think an, an example of this um, is growing up, my parents would... Uh, they, they've told me now that when I was a kid, they'd sometimes have a hard time knowing what I was thinking. I was pretty quiet, and they wouldn't know. They'd just try different ways, talking with me at the dinner table or playing different games with me to try and connect or whatever, and they would just have a hard time knowing what I was thinking about. But one thing that they found to really help was to take me on a drive. Um, and for some reason, getting in the car and going on a drive, I would just open up, and I would start talking and sharing and things like that. Um, and so I think that this is a good example of how we have to find ways to change how we approach prayer so that we can better connect with God. So like any good parent or friend, uh, we should be willing to adjust the dynamic of our time together in order to better connect. Our relationship with God is similar. Some might connect with God more when they, they um, are praying in quiet or an uninterrupted room. Shout out to our prayer closet people. 
others uh, might not, that might not be helpful at all. That might be distracting. That might cause more anxiety or stress. Um, others might connect more with God by going on a walk and going outside, things like that. Um, and I'm not saying that the point of prayer is to deepen our emotional connection every time. The point is to be willing to pray in different ways so that you can continue to be shaped by God through prayer. Practicing these different types of prayer is not about trying to manipulate him so that he will speak. It's about teaching, us, teaching ourselves to be better at communicating with him so that we are open and ready um, if, he, if he responds and when he does. So just like any relationship, if we are having difficulty communicating, we should change our approach or our language. So if you feel like your prayers aren't working or your prayer life isn't just you're not, it's not being fruitful, you're not hearing from him, it's dry, unproductive, keep trying different approaches until you find something that helps you connect and communicate with him. Something else that is common in most relationships is that we talk about the big stuff and the small stuff. Um, so a year, or a year into getting married, um, I almost lost my wedding ring. Um, well, I did lose it. I couldn't find it. I didn't know where it was. And I did the whole, you know, like I retraced my steps, went back and to lost and found and started trying to find my wedding ring. And we'd only been, we hadn't even been married a year. And so it was really uh, discouraging. And, but it was also at the same time, it was conflicting because it's like, I shouldn't care that much about it because it's just like a material thing, you know. Um, but I kept looking and looking. And I remember thinking like, is this something like I should, I guess, pray about this, but it didn't feel that important to me. Like, it didn't seem like that should be something that I should be praying about. Um, but after a couple days, I did find it, and I put it in a coworker's backpack um, in this, like, outside pocket that, where it could have easily fallen out, and it didn't fall out, but I rem somehow, just through time, remembered that's where it was, and I found it. Um, but in hindsight, I, I kind of realized, I was like, whether the Lord helped me remember that or like make those connections or not, I think he wanted me to express like my frustration or concern or stress about that to him, even though it seemed like a small thing. Um, so what we see as big and small things to pray about is going to be different person to person. But uh, the point that I'm trying to make is to think about different aspects in your life or the world around us that you may think as being small or insignificant. Um, that you should pray about. He wants to hear from us whatever we think is big or small. He cares. Prayer for the small things, um, praying for the small things, and seeing God answer some of those small things can also build our faith that he will answer those big things as well in our lives. All right. So, like any good and healthy relationship, it should benefit you and it should benefit others around you. Prayer shouldn't neglect other people. So this leads me to my first type of prayer to practice, which is prayers for others. So this is also referred to as intercessory prayer. Um, and this is praying to God on the behalf of others or advocating for them in prayer. So scripture shows us that Jesus speaks to the Father on our behalf. So Romans 8:34 says that Jesus is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. In 1 John 2:1 we read that Jesus is our advocate with the Father. 
And from Hebrews 7:25, we learn that Jesus always lives to intercede for us. So in prayer, we bring um, the needs of others to him. It's an opportunity to lament, plead, or argue for the Lord to speak into their life, change the situation, or heal. Um, if we truly believe that we have the ability to speak with God who is in heaven um, then, and who listens, then this is a powerful thing that we can do for others. First Timothy 2.2 says, um, I argue with you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. So this, is, this one is pretty direct. It's taking time, planning out time to pray for others, thinking about who is in need around you that, could, um, that you could be praying for, what issues, topics, things are going on in the world that you need to take time to pray for and intercede for. So I just have some very practical suggestions to give you that you can apply on how to implement this into your own time. So um, ask what Jesus is interceding for. Um, so again, that could look like some of those questions I gave originally. Ask God, what is it that he's doing in the world around you? What's going on that he's, where is he working? What's he doing that you can also partner with him in, in prayer? Uh, so pray in line with him. Keep a list of people, issues, topics, groups, regions, whatever it may be that you want to pray for and speak to God about them regularly. I think a helpful thing with this to do is to write those down, have a list, but also write some of the prayers out that you're praying and then put them around you. Put them on sticky notes, put them on in your car, put them on your mirror, wherever you're going to see them regularly. And so that you keep praying for those people or that situation um, and just surround yourself with those prayers for other people. Um, if you know a person um, that, uh, and it, that you've been praying for, if there's a specific person you're praying for and you know it would be helpful for them, tell them what it is that you're praying for for them. I think that can be really encouraging to other people. And if you think that would be helpful for them, that's something to do. Um, and then I think it's also our responsibility to tell people how they can be interceding for us. So Paul gives us an example of this in uh, Romans 15. He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Pray that I may be kept safe from the unbelievers in Judea and that the uh, contribute, contribute, uh, contribution I take to Jerusalem may be favorably received by the Lord's people there. So he's asking them as he goes out and he goes on mission that people would be praying and interceding with him and joining in with him, not only just in word, but also experiencing and thinking about what he's going through. Um, so prayer with others, um, or well, yeah, one more thing before I move on to the next thing. Yeah, as, as we ask other people how to intercede for us, um, be specific and be clear, like these are the things going on that I'm thinking about. Can you please go to the Lord with these things and help um, me also be praying. And I think that just is a big encouragement. Um, we'll find that that's a big encouragement and source of, of hope and strength for you, especially if you're in a place where you don't know what to pray also, or you don't know exactly, you're having a hard time yourself going to prayer. Ask other people to be praying for you, to speak to God on your behalf. All right, so the next uh, type of prayer that I'm talking about is uh, praying with others. So the other one was praying for others. So this one is praying with others. Uh, we also may call this like corporate prayer, 
Um, and then in our community, we sometimes call it conversational prayer as well. So this is praying, this can be praying in quiet or out loud with a group of believers. Um, and I think that this is one of our most underutilized tools in building community, our faith, and bringing in the kingdom. Um, the practice of praying together in person uh, grows the community closer together and heightens our awareness of our need of him and his presence. So Matthew 18 talks about, again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Um, so growing up, this was a regular thing. Praying together was a pretty regular thing with my family. Um, we'd pray at night before going to bed as a family. And there were seasons and time frames where that was more consistent than others, and there's time frames where that looked really different. Sometimes it was just very simple, straightforward, um, just pretty generic prayers, and other times it was praying over one another, over something that was going on or whatever. Um, but the consistency in that uh, taught me how simple praying together could be. Hearing my parents and my brother pray helped teach me how to pray, helped me learn what it looks like to pray, um, and just helped me feel more comfortable with that and praying with, in groups. Um, so, yeah, it really can be that simple as just gathering some people and, and praying over a topic or just communicating to God together. Um, and another thing that has really helped me over the years in understanding group prayer is when I compare it to what it's like having a conversation around a dinner table. So when you have a conversation around a dinner table, these things usually happen. There's a, some sort of topic that's at hand that people are talking about. We listen and we respond to that topic. Anyone can change the topic. Um, and then we shouldn't dominate the conversation, but give space for anyone to share who wants to share. Um, and when I've compared uh, when I, with this comparison, it's helped take away some of the pressure of saying something really impressive or eloquent, um, that it can be short and it can be on the same topic that's already at hand, unless I feel like the Lord's asking me to bring up something else. So after comparing uh, group prayer to a conversation around a dinner table, I also started asking myself some questions to help compare the two. So here are some of those questions, and maybe these will also help you in reflecting, like if you're having a hard time connecting or feeling comfortable, or knowing what to say during group prayer, maybe some of these questions can also help you. Um, do I dominate the conversation? Uh, do I respond to a topic at hand, or do I feel like I have to say something new and different every time? Um, do I feel comfortable to pray silently? Uh, am I asking God what I should say? Am I communicating with him in my head and asking him how I should respond and speak? If someone brings up a personal issue, do I respond and pray for them um, or to somebody else? And do I feel tempted to preach or teach during prayer or say something really impressive? Um, again, I've asked myself these questions about group prayer to help me compare um, and to also adjust my expectations of that time. And in practice, when we put, this, put less pressure on ourselves or when I've put less pressure on myself, um, I find that I'm less tempted to be impressive or say something really different. Uh, and when I pray in line with that topic, I felt 
more connected with the people in the group. It felt less awkward and just more like a conversation. Um, so here are some very practical things and suggestions that you can implement um, to practice praying in groups or with other people more often. So one is to pray with your kids. If you have kids, pray with them regularly. Demonstrate how simple prayer can be. Uh, pray with your spouse if you're married. Um, express needs uh, on a regular basis and pray weekly. Pray for each other on any needs or topics. Pray with your roommates. Spend time with them on some sort of regular basis and pray with them. Or if there's something that arises, pray with them. Uh, if there's an issue that arises in your life, that this is an opportunity to ask people to meet you and to pray in person. So here are some examples of maybe some specific needs that might arise. That would be, I think, great to ask people to one-on-one -on -one or in a group to come over or meet up and to pray. If you're sick, you're in pain, you're grieving, lonely, scared, ashamed, weary, financially burdened, trying to make a decision, academic stress, struggling with sin, the list could go on. Um, but these are just a few examples. Um, and I think that this should be more common, um, that we should hear people say things like, a few of us went over to so-and-so's house um, because this is going on and we prayed with them. Uh, James 5, 14 through 16 says, are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and to pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, uh, you will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So some other suggestions. Um, is there a specific topic or issue in our world that you want to see changed? Gather people and pray and plead and lament for that. Are you traveling or about to leave on a trip? Uh, pray before you leave. Uh, do you have someone traveling to you? Uh, if so, pray with them before they return and go home for safe travels. Um, did you just have a baby or starting a family? Have people over, believers over, to pray with you and your family and your home to pray prayers of blessing over you and your, your baby? Did you just buy a new house or did you move into a new place? Have fellow believers over to pray prayers of gratitude and blessing? Um, and then another one is just when uh, if someone asks you for prayer, try to pray for them in person uh, at, in that moment if possible. So I hope that just kind of gives you some list of like, there's really, I could just keep going. There's so many different ways to just ask for prayer, invite people over, ask people to meet up. Um, but if there's just a need or there's something going on, ask for prayer. It really makes such a huge difference to share um, any burdens or praises or things like that with God um, and with our community. Okay, so the last one that I have is um, prayer on your own. And this is probably what we talk about most or in general in regards to prayer. Um, this in, um, can include intercessory prayer like I talked about before, um, but I'm kind of speaking more in terms of like confession, praise, lament, things like that. Um, so praying on our own is the opportunity to pray without editing and to not be concerned about getting our words right or to taming our emotions. It's a time to speak honestly with God. He can handle it, and that's what he wants from us. 
He wants, um, just, he wants us just how we are. Um, so Jesus gives us some instructions in Matthew about how to pray on our own. He says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you that uh, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. When your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. So there are, um, within Scripture, there's pretty, two pretty consistent things that I see um, done during this kind of time of personal prayer, also done in um, group prayer. But praying prayers of praise and confession, those two things I see pretty consistently in Scripture. Um, so taking regular time, uh, in your individual prayer to praise God, no matter what the circumstances. Uh, this orients our heart and mind towards him and helps us trust him. First Thessalonians 5:16 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And if this is his will for us, then this is what would be best for us and will, what will reap good results. Take regular time as well, like I was saying, to um, confess in prayer. Anything, sin, frustrations, discouragements, fears, worries, um, take that regular time to confess. James uh, 4.10 talks about humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. So that act of um, being aware of our faults and our needs before him and allowing him to speak and lift us up and point us back in the direction of him. Um, so, you know, maybe prayer right now feels really uncomfortable or you've been hurt or frustrated or confused by God in some ways. And um, it might be just really hard to go to God at this point, wherever you might be. Um, but my, my suggestion or my encouragement would be to talk to him about it. Tell him exactly how you feel hurt, if you feel hurt by him, um, if you're having a hard time hearing from him, you don't know how to pray to him, just talk to him about it. Be honest. Don't edit. Don't um, try and make things sound better. Just be honest. And I think just Ed, something you could pray is, and, uh, like, I need your help to even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> um, you can be that honest. Um, another goal uh, in individual prayer should be for our thoughts and his thoughts to become one over time. And I know that this is um, like an overwhelming um, process, and this is going to take a lot of time, uh, and it may seem daunting and impossible. Um, but on this side of heaven, it, it, it is, but at some point we'll be able to fully be um, engaged with him and see and understand him fully. But we do have his spirit now that gives us the ability to understand him and for him to change our thoughts and our minds um, and to be more like him. And this process of our thoughts and his thoughts becoming one takes consistency, um, but it might already also be happening to you and you might not realize it. Um, if you're reading scripture regularly, you're making efforts to think and act like Jesus, then I think we can make an argument um, that Jesus is speaking to you and changing your thoughts to be more like him, yeah. which is awesome. Um, and then just a little thing about in regards to hearing from God. 
uh, if you're having challenges or difficulty actually hearing from him, you feel like you're going to him and just it, it, nothing is coming back. Um, or you don't really know what that looks like or how, yeah, how do you communicate with God and expect to hear something? Like, what is that even supposed to sound like or be like? Just ask him regularly to speak to you. Ask him, what should I expect? What should I hear? Ask him those questions um, and be patient. And if you think that you hear something or you think that maybe he's communicating something, write it down, compare it to scripture, and then ask a godly friend about it. Um, so that's, yeah, a brief kind of aside on hearing from God. Um, so again, I'm going to give some just very practical things that you can implement and you can try in your own individual time in prayer with God. Um, so some of these here at the beginning are more related to like changing our physical uh, posture or place. So trying walking and praying, laying down and praying, kneeling and praying. Um, and then also a lot of you have talked about journaling or writing, that that's really helpful with prayer. So writing out your prayers. Um, write them out and then write out your prayers. And then like I was saying earlier, also placing them around you, specific things you're praying for. Try praying out loud instead of just praying in your head. Um, pray pre-made prayers. Uh, rewrite scripture as prayers. Uh, write prayers of praise and thanksgiving. Focus, so that's like focusing on a specific um, topic and praying over that specific topic. So that could be praise or it could be confession or lament, things like that. Sit in a quiet and an in, uninterrupted room. Um, and again, these are not, these are, suggestions of things to try. These are not, I'm not listing things that all need to happen. <laughs> these are just things that if you're looking for something to try, change things up, these are some suggestions. So some more is listening um, and not talking. And I think something that can be helpful during that time is seeing where your mind goes. Because I know that sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm trying to pray, but I keep getting distracted by all these different things that are coming into my mind. Well, just sit and be quiet and listen and see where your mind goes. And then wherever your mind goes, talk to God about those things that came to your mind. Um, reciting the Lord's Prayer. Uh, going for a drive and praying. Uh, having a routine or schedule with prayer. Trying to make prayer some sort of habit. And this can look like just adding it into things you already do on a regular basis. So every time you brush your teeth, every time you're in the car, um, whenever you're cooking your meal or whatever, plugging it into things that you're already doing and just telling yourself, when I do this thing, I'm going to try and pray. Um, and let's see. Um, another thing is then, like, kind of in regards to adding it into your daily life is if there's a specific thing that's really challenging or that is coming to your mind a lot throughout the day, like if you feel really stressed at certain points, you feel lots of anxiety at certain points throughout the day, take a second and talk to God about it. Okay, so anytime you feel stressed, let that be a trigger and a reminder, oh, I should pray and talk to God about it. If you're feeling angry, if you're angry at coworkers or a situation, take a second and talk to God about it. Anytime that you maybe feel lonely or isolated or on your own, take a second, talk to God about it. Any personal issues that you might have going on and they arise throughout the day, stop, take a second, talk to God about it. 
Um, another thing you can try is listening to worship music and then praying in response to what you hear in those songs. Um, and then we've talked a lot about this, but you know, limiting, limiting distractions, turning off your phone um, or TV, things like that. Um, and then another one that Tate and I talked about when we gave a sermon a while back is something that we've, we've called tossing practice, but it really has been really helpful in just taking time to think through if there's a certain thing that I'm really stuck on or I'm having a hard time with, it's, I can't, like if it's a certain issue or a decision I'm trying to make, um, is just praying out loud and, or in my head, but usually out loud works great for me, and just saying, Lord, I give this thing to you, tossing it to him, taking a second, and then waiting and seeing what he might toss back to me. Um, but it's literally taking it off of myself that I can't handle the stress or the weight of this situation. Lord, what can you, what would you give back to me? And even if you're not sure, just think about, okay, I know Jesus through scripture, what might he give back to me in response? Um, that also can be done with people, another person who can help you think through, like, what might God give back to you? Um, yeah. Okay, so um, those are the three different types of prayer. Again, the, the list of, like, practical things could keep going on, and a lot of that may overlap as well. There's different things that, you know, in your own time, you may do intercessory prayer or things like that. Um, but the goal is to move towards trying different types of prayer so that we can continually build our connection with him and open ourselves up to be available to connecting with him. Um, so again, in closing, prayer is um, our portal to God and who, he, who is seated on the throne in heaven. We're not engaging with a dead legend, but a living God. And um, it, this takes time to develop a strong communication with God through prayer, just like any relationship. Um, and it may take trying different forms of communication in order to communicate with him better. But it takes practice and patience and time. Um, and I think the key is just starting. And we've talked about that in small group. Just start, say something, get the conversation going, and keep trying new things and don't give up. Um, so... I'm going to pray for us, and then uh, we'll move on to the next thing. So Lord, thank you so much that we have um, the ability to speak with you and to um, speak into the kingdom and join in with you on what you're doing in the world around us through prayer. And Lord, just help us to um, be available and willing to try different ways of praying and connecting with you. Lord, help us to be patient with ourselves um, as we try to connect with you through prayer. Uh, grow our community um, in our prayer for each other and for situations in the world. Lead us to just be a community that is very prayerful and thoughtful um, about the needs of others and the needs happening in our world um, and be fervent in prayer for those things. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us for our sermon podcast. We would love for you to join us on Sunday morning or in one of our small groups during the week. And you can get more information about that at DentonNorthChurch.com.